This is Gateway City Sports. fans and welcome back to turning to uh today i've got a guy that uh, i kind of just ran into last year um just browsing youtube um anyways uh his name's ricky miller um he goes by rickster ghost he's you know i, I think he i think he's got a little talent uh with the sticks on mlb the show um so ricky how's everything going today I'm good, man. I, I like how you uh, said that you think I have a little bit of talent with the sticks because that's my worst aspect of everything I do. I, I have literally spent hours at night watching your videos. Um, and and the only reason why I stopped, and I'll be honest with you, is because of your Cardinals hat. And then I was like, okay, let's see. And then I was like, okay, this guy's kind of funny. All right. I mean, he's – okay, we'll stick around, I guess. Um, sure. And um, – but how long have you been playing? I don't even know that. Like, I haven't even dug into that. So I've been playing this baseball game basically since it, it came out. Me and my brother have always played uh, video games. We've always, you know, we've been into baseball since the late 90s. So, you know, probably 2005, we started playing. But it just started off with just me and my brother playing expedition games against each other, kind of keeping track at who's winning more games. And we did that for like five years. And it wasn't until maybe... 2017 i started getting into more of the diamond dynasty aspect of it and then uh 2018 we went we started up the youtube channel so so at what point in time did you start growing because i'll tell you this whenever i whenever i followed you last year about oh i would say it's probably halfway through the season um you were sitting at about twelve thousand followers so where, where did it grow for you at uh it was a slow process uh, i started my first video was at the end of the 2018 game cycle. So maybe a month left before 2019 came out. I started, I made videos for about eight months into the, uh, the new 2019 game, you, you know, spending eight hours on a video, it gets 37 views. It is what it is. Keep going. And then uh, the first time where I really saw a huge growth in, in my subscribers and views is when, uh, a content creator and a top player named Magunski did a collab with me and that, uh, that boosted my channel up a little bit. And then it just kind of was evened out. And then when uh, MLB the show 20 came out, um, it skyrocketed and it, it hasn't slowed down since. Yeah. I mean, not, I mean, especially with the pandemic last year, I think it got a lot of people involved. Um, yeah. I know that there's a lot of people on Twitter, especially that, uh, like, I mean, you know, Brendan Schaefer, he, he got on the sticks. I mean, he's not talented by any means, but he's a, he's a guy that you got to boost his confidence just so you can play him and beat his ass. But I think um, he beat me when we played. He beat you. I think he beat me. Uh, he did the first episode of ghost games, which he is a series did. I do on my YouTube channel. What, but the thing is with ghost games though, is you were playing with a rock bottom team. That's true. And my brother was batting and he's <laughs> trash. So we can go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. God love Brendan. But um, so uh, what a lot of people don't know is you live in the St. Louis area. Um, you you're a Cardinals fan. Who is who is your who's your player growing up? Uh, so growing up, I never really got into baseball. My dad was a huge baseball fan, huge Cardinals fan. He's one of those guys that cusses at the TV after a loss midseason says things like, oh, they're never going anywhere. They just, this team, team can't do anything. You know, one of those old school guys. Uh, but he always tried to get me into it. I never really cared. And then uh, when Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa were doing their thing in 98, he, uh, I think he saw that as an opportunity again to try again. 
and uh, it worked this time because I got hooked on the home run chase and he, uh, he would get free tickets from his work all the time. So we, he would take me to the ball games and I would see that. And ever since then, uh, just baseball, baseball, baseball. Yeah. And you're on the Carlson train with me, correct? Oh man. I'm so deep on that Carlson train. I've spent way too much money on his, on his uh, rookie cards. I know. I know. Um, it's, it's I'm hopeful though. It's exciting. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, I, um, I, um, man. Yeah. My, my card stacks getting big and, and, uh, I don't know what to do. You know, I want to sell them, but at the same, not, not to my Carlson stuff, but my other stuff, you know, I've got plethora of other stuff from, from tops that I've, I've gotten. And, um, it's just kind of getting out of control. Honestly, I don't know what to do, but I'm, I mean, I'm getting broke at the same time. So, um, so what, what route do you take when it comes to collecting cards? Are you more of a buy what you want on eBay or open packs? So with me back in, I would say 2017, 18 era, I got, I went to Walmart. I bought a pack of the, the tops holiday series. I had no idea what it was. I, I didn't even notice that it was a, a Christmas rendition type thing. I grabbed sure. it, pulled it, uh, popped out, open the packs. And I'm like, okay, these are kind of cool. I kind of threw them to the side. Well, um, then I'd say a year later or so I was buying, I went a stupid route with cards and I was buying, I was going to my local card shop and these, they, they knew that I was new to the game and they got me into, uh, getting, uh, draft Kings or, um, diamond Kings, sorry, diamond Kings, which is a Panini product. I hate unlicensed stuff. And, yeah. um, I was popping up a bunch of those spending tons of money and then, I decided I, I was going to start collecting Jack Flaherty stuff. I had, you know, 15 autographed cards, you know, I had a whole bunch of stuff and then I, I was going to go looking at Carlson stuff. Well, the price was rising and I told myself, man, I need to take a step back. I need to do this PC stuff and actually start collecting one guy. So I, I just started slowly building up my Carlson collection from kind of from the ground up. And I've got, you know, I've got stuff from um, obviously this, 2016 Bowman draft um, all the way up, you know, I'll get, I'll grab, I'm, I'm trying to grab at least one card of his rookie card from each product. I, I don't need to go high dollar because, you know, if you spend $600 on an autographed card, yeah, it's cool, but I could spread that money out throughout the year and grab one of each rookie I, rookie card, you know, and I, I don't have the money just to go out and, and buy some badass card. I really don't. Um, right. That's kind of how I am, man. I'm looking at some of these Carlson cards going for like 600 bucks. I would never, ever spend that much money on a baseball card, even if I had a good chance of getting a, a really good return on it in the future. Just be, It's just too much money, like you said. I think I think the, the, the most amount of money I've spent on a Carlson rookie card this year was about 120 bucks. Yeah. It's a uh, lot for a baseball card. It, it, I felt good about it. It is. Yeah. So back in, I want to say, I want to say it was late summer, maybe midsummer. I was scanning eBay for um, his first Bowman auto, you know, and I was hyped up on it. The price was rising. I wanted to get it before he got called up. And I had a guy that had six of them, six Bowman autos, first Bowman autos pop up on eBay for a thousand dollars. I was like, okay, it was our best offer. I was like, let's risk it for the biscuit right now. I offered him six sixty, and he accepted it. Um, and I, I only needed one, obviously I, I only needed one. So yeah. I was able to get the, get six of them, uh, keep one, sell the other five. And, um, I mean, I've got, I got the card, I got the quote unquote, Holy grail card for my collection at the present time. Um, so, I mean, I'm ecstatic about that, but, uh, man, it's a chase. All right. Oh yeah. It's you kind of get to the point and I've had this happen to me a couple times, right? I literally stop and I go, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Like, is it, I'm having fun collecting these cards, but at the end of the day, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. I mean, we're, we're sitting here as adult males going, why do we have cards of, of guys just sitting there, you know? Yeah. But, but I think, I mean, in, in the long run, I like I've tried to tell one of my buddies, you know, you know, I, I feel passionate about Carlson. Um, and I think that, that I think he's a great player and, you know, I want to see, this collection of mine rise, even if, even if the, the dollar amount drops on them, it's not a big deal to me. You know, I've invested my money and um, I will just continue collecting the cards because I think they're cool. I like, I like, I mean, 
I'm sure I've sent you pictures before, but I mean, just the different variations that I've got from, you know, minor league stuff to, you know, his first oh, step to, to where he's at now with the rookie card logo on him. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just kind of cool. So um, it is, man. I, I, I enjoy looking at my cards. There's so many times in day where I just like, just go through my books and look at the same cards I look at every day, but I still, you know, I still find enjoyment in it. And, you know, Hey, life isn't too long for the most part. So find something that makes you happy. Hopefully it doesn't cost too much money and then uh, enjoy it yeah i mean you're right you're right and i mean we might as well live in the moment i mean with with cards coming back and all that stuff i mean just makes it fun so um yeah yeah. so we've got in a few weeks we've got the new mlb the show coming out um what, what what are your plans in 2021 with this new i mean i i saw I'll be honest with you. I haven't, I haven't touched the videos lately. I've, I've actually been away from the game since I got the PS five. Um, I haven't really touched MLB the show. So I've kind of strayed away from watching videos on YouTube. The last thing I did see though, you were playing other streamers or streamers or content creators, whatever. Um, so um, I mean, what are, what are your plans in 2021 for uh, the show? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to do a lot of pack openings. Pack opening videos have driven the growth on my channel since day one. I mean, if you if you go back and look at all my videos and you take out all of the pack opening videos, I have probably nowhere near the amount of subscribers or views I have now. So we're definitely going to have the pack openings coming back. Uh, I'm going to be doing rank seasons. We're going to be streaming on YouTube for two hours, Monday through Friday, um, every day. We're going to get back into that. And uh, I'm just going to try and grow. I'm going to try and get some collabs in with some of the guys in the community that I have respect for and I like to talk to. Um, Collabs are kind of tricky on YouTube, though, because everything I do on my channel is analytics driven. Mm -hmm. So if I do something, even if I'm excited about it and if it's if the numbers drop because of that, I'm probably going to steer away from it and change it up to something else. So that's that's one of the one things about collabs that I like and I don't like. I like doing it because I get to make videos with other creators that I respect. And the videos are always fun. The games are always fun. Um, but at the end of the day, when you look at the analytics on those videos, they they really hit hard. And uh, growing on YouTube is all about momentum. So if you if you got pack openings coming out and, you, and your your momentum's going up and the analytics, the analytics see that and they start pushing your video out to more people, and then you have a video come up that maybe people aren't as interested in, it can literally stop your, um, your momentum, um, to growing your channel, which is, a uh, it's something I still haven't figured out if I'm happy about it yet. It's like, is it worth it to do it occasionally? Should I stop doing it? Um, but I'm not to that point yet. So we're going to definitely get some more collabs in this year and just a lot of streaming, a lot of pack openings, trying to get a video out every day. And, uh, see now, what we can- so I would say, I would say trout, will probably be the top card again in 2021. Maybe Tatis, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to go with. Obviously, Trout, though, is is one that... Uh, I think so, too, yeah. I, um, I do think that's an interesting point, though, because I, I'm interested... Because I think Tatis might be the, the card to pull this year, honestly. What about... Why doesn't... Here's my question. I mean, whenever we dumb it down to baseball itself, why are we not... I don't feel like Soto's getting any love in the game. Sure. I mean, I, I actually... I played really good with this card um tatis you know that that uh the one that we could send up to the the red diamond or whatever i mean it was okay for me uh i sucked with trout um but i mean trout's just that car i i quick flipped a trout my first trout i quick flipped yeah it was embarrassing but i sold it <laughs> i think with trout i don't think there's any rhyme or reason as to why he is so exciting to pull in the game or why he goes for as much money i think it's just as a community, we need that one card to be super excited about. And I think Trout was the chosen one on that because it, there's tons of cards that are better than that Trout card. Oh, yeah. Well, there's, you play better there's, with it. Yeah, yeah. And there's even cards that are in the community market that you could pull from packs that'll give you way more stubs than that Trout would. But I just, I just think it's that, you know, we just want that one thing to look forward to, if that makes sense. Yeah, no. Like I a think. subconscious thing as to why Trout is so sought after when it comes to pulling them. It's no. exciting when you do it. I can't remember. Did you break your controller when you pulled the trout last year? No, I uh, I actually broke my green screen. <laughs> well, because you got to think about it when you're when you're doing these videos and stuff, you're you're building up this moment, and you got all these people commenting on all your pack openings, like, "Oh, 
I love your pack opening videos. I can't wait till you pull trout. I can't wait till you pull trout. So you're thinking in your head, it's like, dude, when I pull trout, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a content creator here. I'm not yeah. just a dude playing the game. I got to, there's a expectations have been, you know, created for this moment when I pull trout and it's, it's really um, stressful. <laughs> no, I don't, so I, I don't doubt that. No, I mean, that's honest to God. Like that's, I, I, I love your pack opening videos. Cause I mean, you, the worst cards that they've, you know, you, you hone in on their, their features that uh, make them unique. And then, you know, the good diamonds, even if they're not good, you know, you expect, you know, the center fielder uh, American league, you know, or outfielder, whatever the hell it was, you kept getting yeah. George Springer. I mean, exactly. Nothing worse than seeing all that and then getting the Springer card. But, you know, when it comes to creating pack opening videos, sometimes I was excited when it was Springer because, you know, it's all about making an entertaining video. And when you get a Springer card pull up and you think it's trout, that's entertainment. Yeah, no, um, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So um, I know we kind of, we've kind of personally discussed this, maybe a hair, not much, but uh, are you pretty, are your videos pretty well accepted? I know there's like a group of probably 10 content creators that are floating the top. But where, sure. where, where do they, do they respect what you're putting out or do they, do they think to themselves, you know, uh, Ricky, you know, he's, he's okay at the game, but I think, I, I feel like, I feel like your content in itself is entertaining. I'm not sitting there listening to somebody monotone talking about the game while they're playing, you sure. know, talking about some sweat guy playing on the other end, you know, your stuff's actually good content. Um, you know, it's funny. It keeps me involved. It's not like, Oh, who am I going to see them hit a home run with now? You know, it's, um, but I just, I don't know, like, I, I like your stuff, but I don't know if, I don't know if under the wire, if people are like, you know, these, especially these other people, they, they, if they feel you on their heels because you're making stuff, that's good. Not just yeah. dominating the game. Uh, from my perspective on it, I feel like for the most part, uh, all the content creators and my peers in the community, um, respect what I'm doing and, and they, and they like the videos and all it's tricky though, man. It's like, it's just one of those things where there's, there's a group at the top that kind of, when you make one of them mad, you kind of, uh, you get pushed aside by the rest of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that was kind of the situation that I was in. I was coming up on YouTube and I had all the top content creators in the community follow me on Twitter. Um, but then I got into a little disagreement with uh, one of the top guys. Actually, I got into a couple disagreements with a couple of the top guys. And then after that, it's like you get treated like you don't exist, which is it's, it is what it is. Uh, but for the most part, all the all the guys in this community are awesome dudes and very supportive. And I, I, get, I, I don't know much about any other gaming community on YouTube to compare it to. But, uh, yeah, it's a very it's a very good crowd of guys. And I, I think my videos are well received. Uh, upon the, the most of them yeah absolutely yeah I but some know. things you can't control you know if, if you if you piss off one guy and he is friends with this guy this guy is going to be like well screw this guy because he pissed off my friend and yeah it, it's just a snowball effect that just turns into this thing that and, the, and the, the guys that are doing it they might not really realize what they're doing but at the end of the day it can be pretty uh to a content creator to have you know when when you don't get a lot of uh guys the top guys talking to you anymore and unfollowing you on twitter for reasons that you still to this day don't understand it's a little discouraging but uh, if you just you know like i did i just keep my head up keep making my videos doing what i do and everything's fine yeah i um i mean i like i said i i think your videos are entertaining i don't uh i'd rather watch your videos you know just getting pissed at your brother for uh whatever he's doing at the moment or um <laughs> anything else i mean I, I like those videos. I do. I appreciate um, that. So hopefully, hopefully we get, I mean, cause once, once, the, once the, the show starts up again, I mean, I mean, it'll, it'll be, it'll be good. Um, I'm assuming you guys are going to continue ghost games. Yeah. So we're going to do, uh, we're going to start ghost games over. Uh, we got some new rules that we talked about just to make it more exciting. One of the problems we were having with the series last year was we weren't really doing, we weren't playing good enough to upgrade our team mm -hmm. the way that we wanted to upgrade the team. And uh, after you do 17 episodes in the series and your team is still all common or bronze players, that's a bad formula for a season, you know, for a series. Yeah. 
So we had to kind of stop what we were doing, think about it again, figure out a way to keep the series going, continue it fresh, but also be able to upgrade the team faster to get these new cards on the team. So that's our plan. Um, I think a couple days after the new game comes out, we're going to record our first episode. So within the first week of the new game coming out, uh, episode one will be back up with a whole new formula. I don't know. We're, we're probably still going to suck because Kevin still refuses to play the game for the most part. Well, I keep well, telling him, I'm like, hey, man, if we're going to do ghost games, you got to get better. And he's like, no, nah, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Kevin grabs the sticks and Kevin, he just, he, he, he's, he says, he says he's going to dominate either way. And then, you know, I, I, I don't know. People just need to watch your videos just to get the vibe because it's good. Yeah, it's, it's hard to explain it. Now, let me ask you this. And I don't know if you guys have discussed this. I know your brother's a big supporter of one uh, Cardinal player. And I don't know if he keeps up with spring training, but. Um, sure. I mean, is he off the boat or are we just going to keep hearing about it? Um, talking about Matt Carpenter. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just, it's one of those things like I'm, I think we're all Carpenter fans. Uh, my brother is like, a, he's always been a huge Carpenter fan. I don't know. It's just, I hope that spring training, I don't know. Spring training can be deceiving sometimes when it comes to what players can do. And then you got, and we're coming off a weird ass season from last year things aren't right normal yet, you know, so hopefully, you know, I don't think, I think he'll make the starting roster and then hopefully he can get his bats in and, and prove that he's still going to be on this team, but I would hate for him to not be able to hit the ball anymore and, and get sent off somewhere, you know? Yeah, absolutely. He's just one of those, he's a clutch guy, man. It is, he, he takes his pitches. He's got a great eye. He comes up in big situations. And I think if, if he can hit and we can use him like that, I'd love to see him on the team the whole year. So uh, excluding Carlson, let's let's remove Arenado. Who's who's your guy? Uh, and excluding besides, Carlson, let's remove him from the picture. Before besides Carlson and Arenado, yeah. Ooh, um, I like DeYoung a lot. I hope that he hopefully he can start hitting the ball like we know he can. We haven't seen that from him in the past couple of years. Um, Molina, obviously, I'm really big on. Um, Flaherty this year. I hope he has a great year. I would say Flaherty probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, th I think last year he ran into, I guess his mom has some health issues. So that, uh, that probably, I think that and everything. I mean, last year was just a stupid season, honestly. Yeah. It's just weird. It's hard to really gauge anything from last year. Just like even all the, all the, everything, all the players and all the, the whole league was doing, I didn't really, it just didn't seem real. You know, it's like it, I, I would rather just pretend like 2020 did, never happened. It never happened. Let's move on. 21 is a new season. It's just too weird of a season. You can't really gauge any, you know, projections or anything off what happened last year. Yeah. We, uh, whenever the pandemic started up, obviously everybody and their brother was home. And uh, we actually attempted a 30, a 30 person, no CPU league. And it just, it, it fell apart. And I'll tell you why it fell apart. We had a, we had people that, that couldn't find the time to play. And then there was one, there was one person in this, in this 30 person group, Brennan Schaefer, who could not, he had to, I swear to God, this guy made, he made at least 20 trades before he played a game. It was the stupidest shit ever. <laughs> he, we, we never linked up and played and we still haven't played to this day. Like, I mean, the, 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 uh, the league will never be finished, but I'm telling you what, like he, 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 He's so driven by making good deals. It's just I don't know. It's weird, Brendan. I mean, you know him, and you know he's he he he's very he thinks a lot, and um, just he's, he's one of the, yeah he's one of the nicest people I've met on the internet so, since I've been doing this. Well, he, I mean, he must be nice to you because I mean, I hell I can't even get him on here. He just thinks he's <laughs> mighty. He won't jump on here. But, Maybe I'll talk to him for you. <laughs> what um what are you looking forward to with this game? in the uh this year i know they got some new features i'm looking forward to uh creating a stadium so i was talking earlier about how pack opening videos really drive my channel's growth and all that i think making videos this year on creating different stadiums is, are going to be those videos that i'm going to get a lot of views on you know what i'm saying yeah and i think um i mean i think we'll probably see guys try to recreate you know a lot of older stadiums that are now gone maybe um, and I don't know. I haven't. I haven't really dug into 
the stadium creator and the, and the lengths it'll be able to go. I know last year I was deep into, you know, seeing what's going to come out and all that stuff. But I think – I don't know if it's pandemic-driven or what, but, I mean, SDS is kind of on the behind on the ball this year because, I mean, typically the game's out right now, and I don't know if it's got to do with Xbox stuff. Um, I, I, assume, I assume that it has to do a little bit with the new consoles. Um, like, if you go back and look at all the other releases – they're all around the same time, but every time there was a, like when we went from PlayStation two to three, and then we went from three to four and four to five, every time that's happened, there was always a delay with the game. So we're seeing this uh, consistently in the past. Every time a new console comes out, the end of the show game is a month behind. So um, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's why it's, you know, it's a, it's a pattern that happens every time a new system comes out. Yeah. I mean, I could see it. I could see it. I'm just a little bummed, you know, we're going to, we're going to be, a month in the season isn't that weird yeah yeah it'll be it'll be weird and i don't know i mean i mean i I, hopefully i find time for it because i mean i love the game but um yeah i don't know um i guess we'll see what happens yeah Um, and from what you were saying with the uh stadium creator and stuff uh, from what san diego studios has shown us this year it looks very 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 in-depth like how in-depth are we talking like about a thousand times more than anyone in the community thought it would be. Cause we were going into it. It was leaked. Uh, I think it was leaked in December. Maybe don't quote me on that. It was leaked some time ago that there's going to be stadium creator in the game. And then we had all the YouTubers, obviously, if you're smart, you're going to jump on that and make a video about it. I watched all the videos cause I'm curious about it. And for the most part, everyone was saying this is going to be probably something that isn't too in depth. Uh, but it is a start. And then maybe it will be the show 22. It's going to be like way more in depth, but don't really look for it to be that in depth this year. Uh, but then they started talking more about the the mode and uh, it's, it's pretty crazy how, uh, how much stuff they put into it. So it looks like it's something they've been working on for quite a while. So I'm excited about it. And, and if you can actually save those creative stadiums in the uh, vault, we absolutely will have every single old stadium that can be recreated, recreated somewhere in that vault. Cause that's yeah. what people do. They'll well, make any, I mean, you can find Jeff Hardy characters if you look hard enough. <laughs> no, I know. Like, well, we've got, I mean, I, I, for some odd reason, I would always build a huge group chat of guys playing the show. And I know one guy told me that uh, he gets, and I don't do this, obviously. I'm, I mean, I think, I think, when I'm watching your videos, you're kind of like me with, with, with uh, uniforms and stuff. You kind of just don't give a shit. You just throw something on them just to get going. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that's like the least important part to me. Yeah. I, and, and like, I, there's a guy that I know that um, he, he puts every Cardinals batting song or walk-up song um, to his uh, dynasty or season or whatever the hell it is um, franchise, maybe. But I mean, I just I don't get that in depth, man. I, I I throw the the generic colors on. I start drafting my team and get to going, because, I mean, I don't know. I I like it, and I think I think me personally, and I know that that I, hell we've had this debate before. But um, like last year was my first year using um, um, uh, PCI. Um, it was very difficult difficult for me to learn it, and then I actually got a monitor, which upped my numbers a lot. Um, but the game is tough, man. The game is super tough. And, um, I mean, analog pitching too. But, I mean, the game is just overall is just super tough. And, uh, and it takes some time. But, it, I mean, it's, it's rewarding whenever you do. But, you know, uh, I mean, I, I, I'll speak on it. You don't have to. But I, I do think there are <laughs> – I do believe that there are outcomes predetermined in the game sometimes, especially how odd things are. Um, and that's just me, but they uh, can feel that way at times for sure. Well, yeah. I mean, and I can like, sometimes when I'm playing, I predict stuff. It's like, you got a, you got a two run lead in the ninth. You bring in your, your pitcher that you do well with, and then they give, you give up a hit on something that shouldn't have been a hit. And then you go, okay, I see how this is going. And nine times out of 10, it it goes the way that you think it's going to go. Oh yeah. I mean, you can almost feel it coming too. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. It doesn't matter. Now, um, do you know, are, are we going to be able to do cross-platform ranked seasons? It looks like it. Yeah, it looks like we're going to be able to, uh, if you're on a PlayStation 5, you can match up with with someone on a PlayStation 4. You can match up with someone on uh, the new Xbox or the uh, old Xbox. I don't know what the Xboxes are called because I'm not an Xbox guy, but 
Yeah, it looks like it's completely cr cross-platform, which is interesting. I don't know if I think PlayStation 5 playing a PlayStation 4 or a next-gen guy playing a guy on an old-gen console. Yeah. I don't know how fair that that can't be 100% as fair, right? That yeah, that and I mean, I think I think as we did uh, as we do every year, I think we're going to see a lot of kinks the first few weeks. Oh, um, there'll be problems. Yeah, there'll be problems yeah. for sure. Um, but I uh, see. I wish, and I've discussed this with with uh, Ryan Fisher. I don't know. I'm I'm sure you guys have talked. He's replied to some of your stuff, but um, yeah, he uh, we've discussed. Like, I don't know why they don't build a um like a server to where you know you can play certain i mean i know they've got their little scroll bar to try to set who you play on ranked but sure. i just i don't know i, I sometimes you know you're playing I, I played guys when i'm sitting at five six hundred that are you know 850 and i'm like okay you know it's not really you know eh, it is what it is but yeah I they I definitely just, need to do something to matchmaking because that's no fun no, I mean, it's not. And it's not, I mean, I've never, and I don't know the, the most you've ever got up to on ranked, but I, I've never made it to world series. Obviously that's a challenge that I want to accomplish at some point in time, but um, same here, same here. It's I I think mean, the highest I got was like seven fifty. It's tough though. It's, it is man. And you feel like you're a good player of the game. You can, you can go into rank seasons when you're rated around 400, 500, and you can just play great baseball and you feel like, Oh my, I'm good at this game. But inevitably you know, in my case, you get up to around 700, you just play guys where the same shit you're doing in these past games is not working anymore. Yep. And yep. it's frustrating. And then you, and then you go up to 700 and then you go back down to six and you're up to seven, down to six, up to seven, down to six. And it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's just certain um, quality of players. I mean, it's like, I've been playing this game for over 10 years and I'm still not good enough to beat a lot of people in this community. So I just think with this game, it's one of those games where either you got it or you don't, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, and then I, I kind of um, attest some of it too, and I don't know if it's factual, but I'm not getting any younger. You know, I don't know if my I don't know if my my thumbs and my my thumbs are slowing down. I don't know if my eyes are slowing down. Um, I know oh, it's probably a combination of all of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm aging. I'll just never be able to keep up with the kids, honestly. But I, I do feel like the, uh, the uh, monitor helped me a ton overall. I think it – I think it helped me out a lot and uh, you know, it'll be cool to come in fresh. I know that, that uh, it was weird because on 19 I could play on my big screen TV and you know, I would do okay. But this year I kind of floated around 500 till I got a monitor. Then, you know, I really started kicking it up and I'm like, all right, you know, maybe I'm not too terrible. Um, but man, it's overall, it's just tough. So I did the same thing. I was playing on a, a monitor that was like all my videos have been recorded on a, a monitor that's not necessarily a gaming monitor and i had all these people telling me for the longest time you know you need to get a really good gaming monitor with a refresh rate all that i never did it i was like ah that can't be it i just bought one a brand new like nice monitor uh two weeks ago i've played a couple games of mlb show on it and it feels like i can see the ball way better and i am i'm seeing the difference that you're talking about well, and I don't know if you ever float it, but they've got a forum. They've got a uh, MLB The Show forum. And um, a lot of these guys, like, they will – they were talking on there about how the, the inside fastball – because, you know, last year you would get spammed those high fastballs because nobody could catch up to them. Yeah. Um, but they were saying, you know, on a monitor you can actually hook up with them and, and you make hits and all that stuff. And, uh, I mean, it does. It makes a huge difference. And um, – there's some guys though that they've got these new TVs that they can just change the change the settings on them and it works just like a monitor. Now, you know, I'm I'm not loaded. I'm and I'm old, so I've got not a box TV by any means, but I mean, it's just not one of those badass TVs to play on. So I had to buy this monitor, but I mean, it, it does its job. I mean, and now working from home, I mean, it does the same thing at home too. So yeah, I and it's always it. nice to get new things, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So how, let's, let's ask this. How do you think, how do you think St. Louis is going to do this year overall? Well, I, I, I put a $25 bet on them winning the world series on FanDuel. That, that'll pay off five fifty if they do. So that would be cool. I mean, that would be pretty sweet. <laughs> um, I don't know, man, with the Cardinals, it's one of those teams where I, even if 
you look at our lineup and you say, oh, this team's not going to make it. I don't, I don't ever count, count the Cardinals out because just uh, what I've seen since I've been a Cardinal fan, I've seen this team come together and win, win ball games when they're not supposed to. I mean, let's look at the uh, 2011 World Series, you know? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Um, man, yeah, that was, that was an exciting time. Have you yeah. all – I don't think I've ever asked you that. Or around – Oh, I didn't hear you. What'd you say? Have you always lived around St. Louis? Yeah, yeah. I've I've been in this area my whole life. Yeah, I've lived in a couple couple different towns around the Metro East area, but yeah, born and raised uh, Metro East. And I'm assuming you plan on making it out to a game this year. Uh, I don't know, man. I went to look at tickets, and they're like <laughs> so overpriced. It's not even funny. I, I mean, I'm the guy that's used to getting. I would get the Budweiser uh, ballpark pass. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I would get. I would pay 30 bucks a month to get a ticket to every home game. And I would go to, you know, two or three, maybe four games a month um, all the time. Uh, you know, I go to 20, 30 ball games a year, every year for the past like four years. Uh, ballpark Bass isn't around anymore. And tickets, you know, a $40 uh, right field terrace ticket is going for like 160 bucks now. Cool. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a bleacher guy myself, man. And, and like, typically my work schedule, I'm off during the middle of the week. And um, that's, you go up for a game at seven o'clock on a Wednesday and nobody's going to, everybody's selling their tickets. Now I'm not saying this year, I don't know what it's going to look like this year, but like I could go up there for a game on a weekday or a weeknight, you know, sit in the front front row of the bleachers for 25 yeah. bucks a seat. And um, I love the bleachers. I don't have to sit close to the action because I feel like, the outfielders, they interact with you. You can heckle the opposing team before the game um, that's warming up and whatnot. I mean, it's just a blast. I mean, I, I think that anybody who hasn't been to a game at Bush Stadium is missing out because, I mean, um, run across the street, have a couple beers before the game at a ballpark village. And, um, I mean, you really truly have to drink before the game because, I mean, unless you want to spend $75 inside Bush Stadium. Mm-hmm. It's so expensive, but um, man, I got cheap know. beers right outside the door. You know, yeah. that's why I love it because you can go, you can go in and out. I don't know what it is going to be like now with this new world we live in, but you know, I'm used to, we go to the game like two hours early. My girlfriend used to work at the uh, drunken fish sushi, uh, sushi restaurant there at ballpark village. So we would go over there, have some beers. Uh, when the game opened, we go into the game, watch a couple innings, go back outside, back over to ballpark village, get a couple beers, watch it on the big screen for like an inning, go back into the game. It's just, uh, like I said, I don't know if we're going to be able to do that anymore, but that's why Bush stadium is, uh, and I, I don't, I don't have anything to compare it to. I've never been to another ballpark, but I, I can assume that it's probably better than a lot of the other ones. Yeah. I mean, if things, if things open up a little bit more, I, I'd suggest sometime this summer, maybe making the trek over to uh, Kansas city for a game, or maybe even, I mean, if you get a little wild haired, maybe take a weekend trip up to Chicago we are actually absolutely planning on doing that this year. I tell you what, I went to a Wrigley in 2010 with a buddy of mine, and it's kind of one of those things where you don't want to celebrate it, but it's cool because it's just one of those unique things. Um, and I've been to Fenway too, and Fenway, man, it's I love older stadiums. Now the seats are very small at Wrigley. Um, <laughs> and I was obviously younger and a lot thinner and um, I was pushing the, the bill then. So I, I don't know. Shit, dude, you just made me worried about going to Wrigley now. This was, you know, this is 2010. They might have upgraded now, but um, yeah, there, I mean, there's, there's nothing like it really. And fortunately the Cardinals lost that day, but um, it's oh, kind of cool we... to take in that experience. Oh I, yeah. I'm excited about it. We drove 17 hours to uh, Jupiter to watch a spring training game this year and we lost that game 14 to one but it was but it felt good didn't it but it was fun it was a lot of fun and then as we made this 17 hour drive down there me and jen were like dude we're absolutely going to a game at wrigley field this year a five hour drive that's Uh so that's so fast compared to a 17 hour drive oh yeah so that that really helped us because we were like i don't want to drive five hours to go see you know blah blah blah. but then after we drove to florida it's like yeah five hours ain't nothing we'll we'll definitely go to a cubs game this year that is a long travel to it it sucked yeah it sucked man next time i'm definitely planning on going to at least one spring train game every year now um that i'm doing this full time and i'm not tied down to a job i have to be at you know 
Mm-hmm. We're absolutely flying next year. Yeah, I don't blame you. So while we're talking about Bar- Ballpark Village, you are probably the only person that I know and that can speak on this um, that has actually stayed in the hotel. Yeah. Yeah, it was so awesome. If anybody who's listening, what what's what's the what's it like? What's the price range? What what are we looking at staying at the hotel there? So we we got a really good deal on the room. We got a, a one bed king room. Uh, I think it was one hundred and nine dollars total, which is a little on the pricey side. But if you think about where you're, where you're staying, it's actually pretty cheap. Um, it was after the season was over. So, I mean, like if you want a room, the room that we paid a hundred dollars for the lady at the desk was telling us goes for like four or $500. If there's a game at Bush stadium that day, you know, so we got a really good deal on it, but it's, it's a really, obviously it's really nice place. Um, there's a big picture of, uh, Dizzy Dean, right. When you walk in and, uh, I think there's another picture of Satchel page. Um, but the rooms are all like the whole carpet's red. You know, there's cardinal stuff everywhere. The rooms have nice, this nice little, it's like a drawing of uh, the old Bush Stadium and the new Bush Stadium kind of put together. It's really weird. But the, the view from our window just looked into some office rooms at Ballpark Village. So n- nothing too exciting with the view, but it is a very nice place. Yeah, very expensive, yeah. though, during the season. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I was thinking on that, um, that I know nobody else had stayed there. I actually haven't even been to... Uh... <sighs> I haven't even been by Bush Stadium since, well, I guess since the Blues Parade. I mean, no, no, that's a lie. So we went to the playoffs that year. Yeah. Well, it definitely looks completely different now than last time. Is it almost done or is it complete? I don't know if the the big apartment buildings, the Cardinal One skyscraper, I'm not sure if that's 100% completed yet, but I would guarantee, because it's been about a month since I've even been down that area. Yeah. So but, uh, all the all the all the rest of it is like pretty much done. I think that they just need to finish up that Cardinal One building and then they'll be all ready to go. Thank God. Probably. Yeah. Honestly, they'll probably be ready to go. It'll all be done by the time the season starts. I guarantee it. I mean, we're yeah, I mean, we're only a few days away now. Hopefully yeah. so. We were looking at just the curiosity. We were looking at prices of how much it costs to live in that Cardinal One building. <laughs> and it's not cheap man how, how how many subscribers do you have to have to get there this shit i told jen I, I said you know one day we're gonna we're gonna live in there for a year and she's like okay and i said one day we will we'll see what happens but th- i mean i looked at the top floor the the best suite in the building it's like seven thousand a month good lord yeah i mean it's if you're rich and seven thousand dollars a month isn't nothing to you know if i was in a position where seven thousand dollars a month wasn't nothing to me I would love to live there, dude. Oh yeah, absolutely. So some some rich, lucky man and woman will have the honor of living up there. Now, how many how many bedrooms are those? Do you know? Uh, the one at the very top is uh, four bedrooms, two baths. Uh, it's got a huge living room, r- really nice kitchen. Um, yeah, it's, it's awesome. You can see all the, if you go to like any realtor app on your phone, you can just click type it in and see the whole floor layout and everything up there. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. That's I, incredible, I don't know how I would do living. I mean, I, I would love it regardless. Don't get me wrong. I would love it. But I think there's something about having a house and a, you know, a driveway, et cetera, et cetera, um, that I don't know. I think it might take a little time to adjust to because that I, I you know, I'd stayed to hotels around there and, um, you know, I watch these, these apartment buildings, you know, downtown. And I'm like, man, you know, how much of a pain in the ass would it be to have to get, you know, three or four bags of groceries and essentially have to go back because you know, you can't haul that much crap upstairs. Yeah. I'm in, I like, I've, so I've always done this like middle ground stuff. So you have like the city life where you would live in a place like downtown St. Louis. And then you compare that to like uh, the country life somewhere where it's all open fields and ever that. So, you know, I've always been in this middle ground, you know, I've never had the extreme of a city or out in the country. So I'm just tired of this, this Metro East middle ground where it's not really country, but it's not really city either. So I would, I would love to live in the city for a year, but I would also love to live like out in the country somewhere for a year. I just got to get away from this, this monotony of this middle ground. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I, I agree. Well, I mean, sometime this year, if, I mean, if everything pans out, you know, you, I'm trying to get him down here too, but you guys need to come down to Springfield for a double a game sometime. Oh, I would love to. Man. I actually, 
just got done recording a podcast with the Springfield Cardinals GM. Um, now there's, there was no benefits to it. So I, I got free tickets for bringing them on or anything, but uh, there you go. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's, it's not too bad down here. I, I, it's not for some people, of course, but um, I mean, I don't mind double a ball. I mean, it's, it's a game and the stadium's probably, Oh, I could probably get there in seven and a half, eight minutes if I tried. Um, Springfield's probably three hours from where I oh, am. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it, not that far at all, really. You just put the hammer down, honestly. And I mean, me and my brother have made it up there in two and a half to St. Louis before. I mean, we were pushing it a little bit, but um, everything goes smooth. You can make it up there. Yeah, I definitely. I didn't even think about going to uh, a double A or a triple A game at all until you just said that. I mean, it makes it fun. And honest to God, yeah. like, um, I mean, that's. I mean, where else am I going to see Bader this year? <laughs> well, you're right. I mean, I. <laughs> if you see him in the outfield in st louis we got some issues going on there must be an injury (laughs) something yeah i mean you guys should definitely try to do that i mean it's it's cheap down here too um i mean just to stay for a couple days and catch a game and um hell i I think you'd like it i mean i could send you down some roads you could go see some cows you could i mean you could do it all really it's the land of lincoln huh no, Springfield, Missouri. No, I don't. Oh, know. I'm thinking Springfield, Illinois. What the hell am I even thinking? Well, Springfield, Missouri is uh, about two it's and a half. Not the same years. distance either way. I think I'm in the middle of Springfield, Illinois, and Springfield, Missouri. Yeah, no, Missouri is only three two. I mean, yeah, I mean it's. I'm glad we said that. I would have drove to Springfield, Illinois. <laughs> you're, you're wondering where the where the stadium's at for the Double A Cardinals. Yeah, it's like I'm by this Lincoln cabin, man. <laughs> God, that that would have been bad. I'm glad we spread <laughs> that away now. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, so where can if if people want to find out or not find out, but find your videos, um, where can they go? Where can they find you at? Uh just uh youtube.com forward slash rickster ghost or just search rickster ghost on YouTube or Google it. I mean, if you Google Rickster Ghost, everything that I have pops up right there on top. So that's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I just, I mean, I don't really do a lot of Instagram. Instagrams are not really my thing, but I'm pretty active on TikTok, YouTube, and Twitter. What happened to Twitch? Do you not Twitch anymore? Uh, so when it comes to Twitch, man, I got excited about Twitch. I think Twitch is a great streaming platform. Um, my only issue with Twitch is when I got into content creation, I wanted to grow a YouTube channel mm-hmm. and it doesn't make a lot of sense for me uh. to try to actively grow two different platforms. I feel like if I put all my energy into YouTube and I stream on YouTube, as well as release videos on YouTube, I would rather have the uh, the more solid growth on YouTube rather than splitting that growth in between two platforms. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I figured, I figured it'd been tough because I mean, there's, there's one time where I remember you were doing one thing on YouTube and then you're streaming on Twitch for a couple hours. And I was like, Man, this dude is just juggling everything all at once. Yeah, and it gets tough. And like the 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 thing I do like about Twitch is it's very common for people to hit the subscribe button over on Twitch, which which gives you five dollars a month. Obviously, Twitch takes their cut of it. Um, you can when I was doing Twitch, I had a lot of subscribers to the channel, so I was making good money over there. But it's not worth it to me. I'd rather make a little bit less money and then grow the YouTube channel because I know in the future the the revenue for the youtube channel could be much more than i could imagine on twitch absolutely so do you have do you have uh i mean obviously you can't uh i guess force it but do you have a goal in 2021 for uh maybe um subscriptions on youtube i would like so i i hit my I'm very close to hitting my goal of this year. At the beginning of 2020, I said, if I can get to 15,000 subscribers by the time 21 comes out, I'll be good. You know, that was my goal. Right now, we're at about 14.6. So we're like right on, on track to hit that goal. And then the next goal, I'm just going to do it. Uh, you know, if I can if I can be a 30K by the end of this year, then I'll, I'll consider it a success. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. If I end up with 25 or 20K at the end of the year, as long as uh, the views are more important than the subscribers. Yeah, absolutely. As long as- how, many, how many think you're getting today? I, I don't have, I, I, I've got a YouTube channel, obviously, but it just doesn't, um, I mean, I'm not pushing content like you are. I usually have around 60,000 views in the past 48 hours on my analytics. Good Lord. But that's, that's slow. Like when, at, at the time that we were really, you know, it will be the show 20 was 
in its prime and hopping. We had 300K views in the past 24 hours for like a month. What's you know? your highest viewed video? How many is that? Uh, well, now my highest viewed video is uh, it's like 68,000, but it's just a little uh, short that I did. But before that, um, my highest viewed video was 38,000. But I mean, I have 600 videos on my channel. So yeah, you do have a ton. You know, when you have 600 videos, it's kind of like, because I looked at it too, and I'm like, damn, dude, where the fuck are these views coming from? But then you look back and I'm like, oh, well, you know, I got 600 videos. They're all being watched. So it makes, it makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So where, where did the name Rickster ghost come from? Obviously where'd the ghost part? Yeah, it doesn't, it still doesn't make any sense to me either. Um, but basically what it was, and it's just so random. I, I got a place. I don't remember if it was a PlayStation two or a PlayStation three, but I had just got it. It was my, you know, it was right when they started doing the username because it wasn't on PlayStation one. I don't know if it was on PlayStation two, but I, uh, a coworker, I just walked up to him and he's like, Hey, Rickster ghost. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, Rickster ghost. I was like, what's that mean? And he's like, I don't know. Rickster ghost. I was like, <laughs> okay, whatever. I walk away that same day when I got off work, I'm at home. I'm creating my PlayStation account. I needed a username. Rickster ghost was in my head. Cause it still didn't, I didn't understand what the fuck he was talking about. So I just typed in Rickster ghost and that has been my username. And then when it came to, uh, you know, making a name for the YouTube channel, I was like, at first, I did Rickster Ghost Gaming, but then a month or two after that, I dropped the gaming and just went with Rickster Ghost. It, yeah, it's literally just something that a random dude that I don't even know anymore called me once. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if that was like a, a former uh, middle school uh, instant messenger name or, you know, we always have that. We always yeah. have something on our past that brings that it up. Could have been, yeah. I think, I think I even had it on my MySpace before, you know, um, Facebook got popular. So do you... Uh, sorry, I, I don't even know. I'm digging deep into this. Oh, you do you have anybody um, that subscribes to you that uh, you know is of popular origin? Um, one more time, I, I missed that. What'd you say? Do you have anybody that that subscribes to your YouTube channel that is um, of, of higher status? We'll say. Uh, oh man, I mean, I know some of the the top content creators in this community are subscribed to my YouTube channel, but. I mean, I've reached out as far as like, you know, no, I don't think so. I mean, I don't even know if the San Diego studios knows who I am. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this Ricky guy making all these pack creator videos. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, but, I, but a lot of the time when, when it comes to YouTube, I can see who my subscribers are, but if they have their privacy set to their uh, subscriptions are not public, then I won't know if they're subscribed to my channel or not. Yeah. I've got this, uh, me and Brendan back in the, the, the start. And if he listens to this, which he probably won't probably get dragged for this, but he, <laughs> he, he comes to the conclusion that he thinks that, that for some odd reason that, uh, SDS actually hot packs is some of these packs for the content creators. Um, I, I don't know, man. I would love if they would, <laughs> And, and if they do, it, I haven't, you know, I don't know if I've ever had that happen to me, but I, this is one of those things, man. I, I don't know. I could, it, I could, I, if it came out that they were doing that, it wouldn't surprise me, but well, at the same I mean, time, it well, wouldn't surprise me. It's how just, you build I, your brand, right? You get people interested in more packs and, um, I just see, you know, Brendan, Brendan real salty. He, you know, Oh, I see all these people pulling these good cards and I can't pull anything. And, I'm like, well, sorry, man. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Well, there are some, there are some other content creators out there that will do a pet where they'll record a pack opening video, not pull anything good. And then that pack opening video never sees the light of day. Absolutely. So yeah. if you take that into account, you know, maybe they're only uploading the pack opening videos where they actually pull something. That's that's a valid point. That is a valid point. Are well, you, are you doing the, the same thing this year with uh, just going to open packs and fill them up as you go? No, no buying them. No buying oh, cards. Yeah. The collection. Yeah. The collection. I don't, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to do that. Uh, mainly the reason why I tried that last year was it made more sense for me to spend my money on packs so that I can do pack opening videos so I can grow the channel than it did to actually outright buy the cards I wanted to so I can complete the collections. Um, I'll probably do that. Yeah. I'm not going to look to complete the collections too quick because uh i feel like every bit of money i would put into the game had better be for pack opening videos or i'm an idiot yeah <laughs> i mean that's just how i look at it. it's very 
like a lot of a lot of uh, other people and there's nothing wrong with this it's how whatever floats your boat but a lot of the other people in the community kind of just like they play the game the way they want to play the game they record it and they make videos i'm 100 content driven and and everything i do on youtube so uh you know like i said sometimes i don't mind losing games because if i get a better video out of it it's worth it to me yeah. So here's an idea for you. I got, I just, it just kind of just popped in my head and I don't know if it'll, I don't know if it'll help help what you're doing or not, but have you thought about potentially doing like a, uh, maybe four five, six hour, I mean, live stream of uh, opening night of uh, the show. And so right now I am sitting with about 500 packs in my inventory for MLB the show 2020 which is ridiculous. It's a lot of packs. So what I think I'm going to do is um, the new game comes out. I'll get the new game on the 15th of April at 11 PM. So I think I'm going to start streaming on YouTube around seven. I'm just going to open up all those packs. It'll be like a four hour pack opening stream, just shooting the shit with the people in the chat while I'm opening the packs, the new game comes out. I'll switch over, play the new game for an hour just to kind of, you know, show it off a little bit, but then I got to, I got to cut that stream off immediately and start working on videos. Cause I want, uh, on the 16th, the morning of the 16th, I want, I definitely got to have a, a nice pack opening video out. Is that when it comes out for, uh, I guess, uh, non pre non pre-orders the 16th. Uh, so non pre-orders gets, they'll get it on the 20th. Hmm. And then the pre-orders get they get it on the 16th at midnight, but I'm getting it through the PS5 digital, so that'll actually be available to me at 11 p.m. on the 15th. Yeah, that was man, that was a glorious day last year. Yeah, no, I can't wait, man. I before I started creating content, I would I would play this game for about six or seven months, and then I would put it down because if I didn't, I would not be excited for the new game at all. Because for mm-hmm. the most part, it's the same game every year. Mm-hmm. Um, but since I started doing content creation. I kind of have to play the game all year long. Um, but the fact that we're doing content creation helps me not get bored with the game. But I haven't uploaded a video in about two weeks at this point now because uh, I'm just trying to uh, spend some time with the family and do stuff, go to Six Flags and shit. Uh, because once this new game comes out, I'm going to be pretty busy uh, for a while. Yeah, I yeah I, I haven't, like I said, I haven't touched the game since I got the PS5 back in December. Um, yeah. It's just, I mean... I think with, with completing collections for the first time last year and everything like that, I just kind of got burnt on it, you know? And um, so I just kind of, I put it down, get myself ready for uh, 2021 and um, we'll mess around with that in a few weeks, I guess. Yeah. And it's like uh, with these games that, you know, the diamond dynasty or the, the Madden ultimate team, what you're doing is you're restarting every year. You start from nothing, you build your shit up, when that new game comes out, you go right back to nothing. So with that being how it is, everything you do in the last couple months of the older game is completely pointless. There's no point for me to want to prestige any of my cards right now. There's no point for me to want to finish any of the collections right now because in two weeks, none of that matters. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that I don't know if you can change about the game just based on the fact that we have to restart every year. But that's, that's, that's one of the reasons why I just cannot, have fun playing this game um basically come january 1st every year yeah it's it does it it's it it can be a pain and i get that um well all right man i don't want to keep you much longer so um we'll probably hang it up here uh hopefully you know cardinals will do something good and you can cash in on your 25 dollar bet yeah, no, I did. I'm uh, I'm confident this year, man. I think uh, Carlson has a good year. Um, Gorman, what do we know if he's going to be on the second base or what? Um, you know, I don't know. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that I see him a little bit in Springfield this year, honestly. And that might be a hot time for you too, if Gorman uh, starts out in Springfield. Uh, you may want to shoot down early because if he's not in Triple A, come start of the minor league baseball season, you know he, he might be down here in Springfield and. Um, might be a good time because I, if he's down here, it probably won't be for long. Um, unfortunately, yeah. I'm afraid that I did miss out on him. But, um, yeah, I mean, it'd be a good time. Yeah, well, no, I'm definitely – we're going to make that trip. It's, I mean, two hours for uh, – two and a half, three-hour drive for baseball is uh, not, not bad <laughs> in my book, considering that I probably won't be able to go to a lot of uh, Cardinal games this year. 
Yeah, I mean, but you just now remember you're gonna have to go to, to Missouri. You can't go north. Now nah, uh, we'll, we'll try north first. If you're not there, I'll head over to Missouri. <laughs> All right, man. Well, you take it easy, and um, we'll 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 catch up after uh, the, uh, the the MLB the show starts up. Uh, whenever I, you can find some time, and and we'll discuss it again. Absolutely, man. Just uh, you send me the DM, and I'll come on whenever, man. I enjoy talking to you. That's for sure. I appreciate you having me on. All right, man. Take it easy. All right, buddy. Have a good night. Thank you.